Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English. Yay, guys! One more Passionate Teachers, ELT, and this time we bring you Sue. Sue Cons. Sue is a Google trainer. She is a teacher entrepreneur. She is specialist in education. She teaches teachers. She gives training. She is into technology, music. Uh, she's the owner of Talent that she has news now for us about Talent. Uh, she is passionate about learning, teaching, and passing this on to other people. She's super nice. No, thank you. <laughs> she likes a gamification. Guys, she's perfect, right? <laughs> Far from that, but thank you so much for the introduction. And yesterday, where she lives, was zero degrees or below that, right? I think it yes. was one. So she's also very passionate to be here in such a cold <laughs> day. We thank you so much, Sue. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I'm feeling very welcome. That's how you should feel. It's like a coffee with friends, okay? But we're going to talk about your experience. We're going to pass that on to other teachers that need to know you and need to know your work so that you can be followed and they can share information with you and so on and so on. Good morning, baby. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good damn, good everything. <laughs> I hope everyone is fine. I know in many states of Brazil, it's so cold. But as usual here in Recife, it's so hot. I'm wearing a t-shirt. I'm not wearing a coat or a jacket. <laughs> And I'm drinking cold water. <laughs> so everything's fine. Far from me, okay. far from me. Hey, Josie, did you know that Sue, among many of the things that I said too, she has also written course book series. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've already checked it. It's amazing. Ah, it was in 2021, right? Tell yes. us a little bit about the writing process. Like it's a, It's a course book. It's not a book for readers. So it makes it more full of rules to write and more difficult because you have to attain to several um, concepts and rules. Tell us about this experience, please. Okay, Taichi. So uh, when I first, when I was first contacted by the producers or the editors um, of Teacher Pro Tools, they they told me they needed a book for A1 students. So it's a, an English course book for people who are real beginners. And it's really focused on people who want to travel abroad. So it's called Living Abroad. This is the name of the book. And it's published currently online on that digital platform, um, Teacher Pro Tools. And in order to start writing that, I took a course with uh, Daphne Walder. I don't know if you've heard of her. Of course. Yes. And um, then I wrote the first book of the series and um, the editors really liked it. And they asked me and they commissioned me to to keep writing the series so i'm now finalizing the module a2 and moving on to b1 and oh your baby is growing yes and then i took another course with uh, veronica Todorov. she's a very famous author and editor um 
you know, in order to professionalize the process and make it, uh, you know, more streamlined and easier. Because when you write one book, although it is hard because you have to follow the rules and you need to, you know, perfect the syllabus and then find the exercises that are going to get your students to the objectives. Uh, when you're writing a series, um, you have to make sure that you also don't repeat yourself too much, but just have enough repetition for the student to, you know, get reminded of things that they should be reminded, but not tiring in a way that it's always the same. So it's a bit tricky. Always progressing <laughs> and going up the ladder from A1 to A2, B1, B2, and so on. Yeah. So I, I wish you get to see two with a book. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a dream. Yeah. Josie has been with you at the winner event two weeks ago. Yes. I think it was two weeks ago, right, Josie? And she has a comment to make and she has her question too. All right. Yeah. So the, the event was uh, promoted by Salad Sprofis, right? And then winner um, got in touch with us and offered us a location. Mm -hmm. It was really, really nice of Lola <laughs> to do that. Alola is an angel. Go, Josie. Tell us about your experience. Uh, first of all, actually, I think our listeners don't, doesn't know, don't know about this, but I took a course, I think, two years ago with Sue about Google Educator. And then that's why I took my certificate. The yeah, I guess that was 2020, right? <laughs> yes, it was 2020. And then I'm studying for the level two as well. And then it was an amazing course because actually I wasn't, I, I, I couldn't uh, actually actually study by myself if I if I hadn't taken the course because Sue guided us very well and then everything that I took in the test was applied in the course. So so that's why I mean I'm studying the level oh. two with her too. And then it's very nice. And also I was honored to participate on her podcast about Colosa que eu vou. And then I was yes. able to talk a little bit a little bit about the gem board at that time. It was very nice. And then I admire her as a professional, as a mentor. And I've already told her that she's my idol in the technology. Oh, that's too. so so and nice then, to hear. Thank you, Josie. And then I was able to learn about uh about many things. Kami, would you like to state your question for Sue? All right. So first, I'd like to thank you for your participation here with us. You are one of the monsters of VLT, the Bye. same as many of them have already participated on our podcast. You have so many good skills and abilities to, to teach us and our listeners too. And I'm crazy about gamification. I put it in my classes every single day since the kids till the teenagers, the adults, everybody loves gamification in class. And my question for you is, what's the importance of gamification inside the class? Could be presential or online, both of the modalities. So in studies, um, more recent studies of gamification, uh, we are studying why is it called gamification? Why, uh, why do we give this name, right? So the thing is, the first industry to realize what motivates people to participate in activities was the game gaming industry. So they analyzed how uh, the human mind works and how it is stimulated and how it is motivated. 
And that process uh, then became registered and then called gamification because it was used in the creation of games. Uh, the most important question they posed was why do people prefer taking part in activities that they pay for, as in their hobbies, and instead of the activities that they get paid for doing, like work? So yeah. why do, do they prefer their hobbies to work? So they started analyzing all these activities that people preferred and motivation was at the center of it. So if you are aware of the processes that motivate your students and you incorporate that in class, you are going to have more passionate students, you're going to have more engaged students and the results of their learning process is going to be higher. So if you incorporate um, instant feedback or regular feedback, because some teachers don't, they realize that the student is learning or is not doing so well, but they keep it to themselves. Mm, and yeah, it is important to give that feedback for students so they know where they have, you know, the areas that they have to improve. Um, also fun, right? It's always nice to have fun in class, make it light. In the past, adults could not have fun. It was a very serious thing having English classes. And then fun was for the teenagers. So if you started saying gamification, it would be only for teenagers. Nowadays, online, I have adults that have worked the whole day long. You do too. And in the end of the class, let's have a little fun and fix the vocabulary. Why not? So there are many games, let's put it here in quotes, that are for us not games. Those are indicators of the process of learning of our students. But for yeah. the student, it's a game. So let them believe it's a game. Gamification is a game. <laughs> I used to teach at a big school uh, that is very famous in Brazil. It has, you know, a branch in every state of Brazil. <laughs> and when I used to teach adults, I would always feel a little saddened by the fact that they didn't enjoy it as much when I would present videos or other things. They would say, ah, oh, this class was not a class, it was just a video. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's part of the listening process. <laughs> you prefer just an audio than a video. It's, it's like the medium made a, a lot of impact on them. And this was uh, in about, you know, 2006, so about 15 years ago. And people had this view. So I have been teaching kids and teenagers for a long time because of that. It was a preference of mine to use this techno technological means and some some adults were resilient to that and nowadays they're more open-minded thankfully and i'm back to teaching adults <laughs> and enjoying the process another thing that i read in your bio was your favoritism for technology are you teaching yeah. only online now no i'm not i do i teach presential classes uh but i do use a lot of technology in you know one-to-one -one lessons or big classes there are some um technologies that don't require a lot of knowledge to be used. Um, and some are digital, some are not digital. <laughs> it depends on, you know, well, how you see it. And some, uh, some technologies are mixed. So you have something physical for the students to handle, and then you incorporate something digital to it. Like Josie experienced uh, in the training session, we had clickers. 
So you have a QR code card that the students uh, have four answers and they can flip it when they want to answer so cool. like A, B, C, or D. And you read the answers with, uh, you know, a digital device, a phone or a tablet. And when I was talking to you, I was asking you, what are your favorite fields? And you have like two different areas. Would you like to talk about the non-teaching area, the one that stimulates people? You mean our work at Salt Spro? You're connected with teachers. I know. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> everything is teaching, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so um Yeah, I, I am a um, managing director at the branch here of a, a language institute in Caxias do Sul. And through my experience in LINK, I have learned a lot of things that I know many teachers are going through now. Um, so when I first started, I was only, you know, by myself. And of course, I had a name of a company that was established five years prior, but, and I had the help of my mentor, but, you know, day to day I was by myself. I was, you know, going after students. I was managing, um, a whole new business by myself. You know, everybody starts with May, right? <laughs> and right. Everybody starts like that in Brazil. And, and I remember feeling lonely. I remember the difficulties that I had. So we try to get that experience that we have into helping other teachers that might be, you know, coming to the same process of leaving a regular school or a language institute. In my case, it was both. I, I used to work at a private school and teaching, you know, high school and uh, the language institute that I mentioned that is all over Brazil. And I had to make a choice. I'm going to open my own business in a different area of the town where not a lot of people have interest in learning English. And I have to search students and I have to manage it. And then I had to hire people to help me out because I was doubling, right, back and forth. Uh, so I know what, you know, what teachers are going through when they, they go through this process. And my idea now is to help people. And during the pandemics, the capacity for the, um, for learning, you know, for making technology feel like it is easy to use. I think it was overwhelming for some people. So I just tried helping everybody. Overwhelming for us in the first place. Whoever survived and didn't give up gave hands to whoever needed. And this was beautiful to see. For me, that come from another era where nobody helped you. I keep touching this key because nobody helped anybody to grow. So when you say mentor, I, I get like goosebumps because we have many mentors now. We don't have only one. And mm -hmm. in the past, we didn't have mentors. We had dinosaurs that were super famous and it, they were intangible. You could not even talk to them in Congresses. They would not, not like, no. Really? Mm, yeah. I'm glad I'm not from that era. <laughs> talking 40, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, things started changing. The, the person that was giving the workshop or the seminar Congress, whatever, would come to you and talk to you. And, and this for me was something so cool because you could see the human in that teacher. In the past, no, they, they would bring uh, people from abroad and they were like gods. They would talk only to the big guys. They would never sure. take a picture with you. So 
like rock stars. <laughs> yeah, it was really like this. And today, no, everybody doing their own things are mentors to other people. Like we could be mentors to you too in the things we do and you are a mentor to us too. So it's nice to have lots of different people as mentors nowadays. Anyways, we talked about development of teachers. We talked about gamification. We talked about material writing. Uh, what is your favorite niche, Sue? Yeah, it's hard to say. I, I like being in the classroom and I really like to see the change that a small act of something that I do changes, you know, and touches a lot of people's lives. That's because, you know, when I met Mari, my partner at Sala dos Profis, she had this tiny difficulty that for her, for me, it was tiny, right? <laughs> like, just an itsy bitsy problem with her store that she was selling the t-shirts and she came to me and she's like can you help me I was like yeah I can help you and then I did it in the I don't know it took me about two hours to fix everything and, and I think was it like, was so cute that even <laughs> I shared and I think everybody shared you know the, box, the t-shirts the t-shirt yes and then the yeah I sure yeah I, I helped her just you know with the website for just the means of selling and she was so uh you know faithful and she's like oh how much do I owe you and it's like you don't owe me anything <laughs> don't worry about it I, I'm just trying to help you know and it's it's a skill that I'm going to use so it's not going to waste because I have the intention of selling things later on my own website and blah blah oh, blah yes we are going to have a t-shirt campaign in about three weeks Weeks. So oh, get ready, Josie. No. <laughs> no. Yes, I know it. Josie's already like mm, saving my wallet. <laughs> yes. Guys, <laughs> right, so we are about to start going down and finishing the podcast. So, is there anything else you would like to say to the teachers that are listening to you or to the students that are listening to this podcast and they really are keen on gaining new vocabulary and the listening of the podcast while they're driving or doing their chores? They tell us is helping a lot. Is there anything you would like to tell them? Okay, for the teachers is please, whenever you feel alone, you know, just DM us at Sala dos Profis, DM Tati, DM Teacher Josie, and DM Teacher Kami here, because we will uh, be supporting you every step of the way with our strengths, and hopefully we'll be able to hug you, even if it's digitally, <laughs> right? And, you know, take you by the hand. You're not alone anymore, and in this collaborative world, you shouldn't feel alone. You Should, you should feel embraced and a part of a community. And for the students, I applaud your initiative. This is amazing that you are listening to a podcast created by these amazing teachers. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy, you know, this vocabulary. Give them your podcast. Well, uh, as of now, I'm not recording any podcasts at the moment. It was recorded so they can listen to it too. Is it in Portuguese or English? Because I did not listen to it yet. Yeah, I guess we had all of them in Portuguese as well. Uh, and it was uh, mostly focused on technology for teachers. 
Oh, great. So, so you can search it. Yeah. Very, very active in uh, Team Prof. And uh, yes. just be shortly before we say goodbye, could you tell us about Team Prof? Because Giamantino was our fifth episode. He talked okay. about But at the time, it was uh, two different uh, things. It was not Team Prof. So oh, okay. now with Team Prof, what changed? What, what happened? Um... As far as I know, uh, it's a community for teachers who want to support each other. And uh, it's for us to, you know, exactly not feel alone. And they provide us with uh, professional development opportunities during, you know, the period. And periodically they, they offer these training sessions where teachers can get some professional development. That is true. But it's a lot more than that. We feel safe. We feel whole. Exactly. We feel hugged. We have classes. We have things that we can watch after. We have interviews, right? It's so good. So if you're... And it's a great networking, right? Ah, if you're a teacher, you're listening to us. Take a look at Team Profs from Giamantino, Vini Giamantino, okay? I will pass the ball to my friend Kirby. As usual, I love to start and finish our podcast. And I would say that it was a pleasure to having you here with us. You have so much to share and teach us and our listeners. So thanks a bunch for everything you've said here. It was really important for our community. And let's keep improving. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep working together. And that's the way it goes. Thanks a bunch for everything. And see you next time. Thank you so much for having me. Thank It was a pleasure. Girls. Thank you, Sue. We are thrilled. Thank you so much for being Thank here you. in such a cold day in the south of Brazil. Thank you so much. Bye, girls. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Winner Idiomas, o centro autorizado Cambridge mais querido do Brasil e aulas particulares de Michigan e IELTS. Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English.